0: You know, for their sake, I hope Nevada goes better than Iowa. Welcome to the Maximizer Medicare podcast. My name is J.O. i I'm the author of Maximizer Medicare, the new edition, 2020-2021. It is available anywhere you can buy a book, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, your local bookstore, all will be able to get you the book. The official website for the book is www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. There's additional information up on the website, official premiums, special forms that people sometimes need to fill out when enrolling in Medicare, that type of thing. Please be sure to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It helps people discover Medicare and this podcast. I promise you after speaking to virtually every possible type of population and demographic almost no one understands Medicare. Today, we are going to start at the very beginning. So, in other words, sometimes, you know, it's going to be a very common question and sometimes what happens is I speak in public not to seminars who are that are specifically targeted towards Medicare You know, there are much larger groups of just persons in the generic age division, meaning, you know, 50 and above, 55 and above. And the reason is that people don't know where to start to ask questions. Even the highly educated, they don't know where to start to ask. They don't know when to start to ask. And too frequently, I get a call, you know, as a financial planner, Certified financial planner. People call me 64 and a half years old. I'm turning 65 in six months. I hear you were crazy enough to write a book. Something along those lines. Can you help me? The answer is going to be yes, of course. But then the issue then reveals itself. So now the person says, okay, well, I'm going to be turning 65. My wife is 66 or my wife is 63 and you know i'm thinking about retiring and etc etc and then other ingredients go into the soup about their personal situation okay so a couple of general principles first of all the idea that you can fragment that you can segregate the different topics in retirement planning in financial planning that isn't for me that, is, for me, isn't my suggestion. There are interactions across these different groups. You can listen to other podcasts here. I talk about taxes. I talk about the ACA subsidies. Okay, The fact of the matter is that health insurance, of which Medicare is a specialized form of health insurance, due to the high cost of health care, which is a separate topic, one that I will not resolve with you. The fact is, is that the interactions are getting larger and larger through time. And the simple reason is because the sticker prices are increasing. So as a result of that, there are interactions. For example, HSA accounts. You can't contribute to an HSA if you, if you are also enrolled in Medicare, in Medicare Part A even. Okay. In other words, what ends up happening is somebody calls me too late and then they introduce other facts and, and then I have to use the phrase, well, I don't have a time capsule. But if I did, dot, dot, dot. This is a very common phrase that I use. Very common. I'm going to give you the bottom line on when you should start. It's actually not even in the book because I don't state it as strongly there. The book is more generic form, but here, podcast form, I can tell you, okay? You're to start thinking about Medicare and how health insurance and health care costs will be planned for at least two years prior to the target date that you want to retire. Two years, at least two years prior to that. And not only that, it is at least two years prior to turning 65, whichever one is earlier. Okay, so there are two criteria of when to start. Number one, it's the earlier of either A, two years prior to your intended target date of retirement, or B, two years prior to turning 65. Which either one is earlier. There's a reason for that. Okay. Well, why do I have to think about this so early? I plan to retire when I'm seventy. Yeah. Okay. The reason for that is is part of is exactly why I wrote maximize your Medicare. What ends up happening is something got overlooked. You've paid too much premium. You worked at a small employer. You worked at a large employer. Your spouse has a health situation which incurs high health care costs, and therefore now you have to pay the maximum of your out-of-pocket expenses from your employer-sponsored plan. The litany of different reasons I can bring up here is enormous. It literally, I would have to speak at this pace for basically three to four hours. It's that dramatic. That's why I say you have to start early. There, because of the ripple effects of the other factors the other factors if you don't know what those other factors are how they work together what ends up happening is the person who calls me up at 64 and a half years old finds out a new fact and then i have to use my phrase if i could put ourselves in a time capsule i don't have one some somebody does have a time capsule clearly because i saw some lady on the news right who said well i didn't Vote for judge because I didn't realize he was gay. That's what a female said. I saw this quote on Facebook. I, I so apparently there actually is time travel because this woman obviously appeared in our nation from 50 years ago. Anyway, again, we're not going to resolve that here. I don't happen to have the time capsule. Now, let's just say, for example, you've done this and now it's time to enroll in Medicare. So in addition to reading a particular book about Medicare, available on Amazon, etc., you need to also start at the beginning of the day that you intend to enroll in Medicare. Okay. So if that is part A alone, because you're, you are, Employed by a large employer, and you decide to delay enrollment in Part B, it's okay. Then you can enroll in Part A starting three months prior to that date. Okay, so let's use an example. Let's say you're turning 65 on February 14th. That means your Medicare begins on February 1st. Meaning the first day that you can apply for Medicare is three months prior to February 1st, right? Which makes it November 1st. 1, 11, 12. Yes, November 1st. Okay. Now, if you are going to be turning 65 and enrolling in Part A and Part B, it is vital to try to reach out for February 1st. What I have seen, anecdotally, okay, is much further delays. Can you enroll at Medicare.gov? The answer is going to be yes. You can establish a personal private account and enroll there. The issue is that if you do so, then it'll take two to, let's call it, two to three weeks. In order for your application to be approved and for your, you to receive a notification Of your effective date of February 1st in this case. Okay, it takes two to three weeks. The issue is that then you have to know what you're going to do, and from there, there's further red tape. Let's just say you want to enroll in Medigap. Now, then you want to vet all the Medicare plans, et cetera, et cetera, and what your options are. Let's say that takes a week and then you send in your application. The approval process takes a few days and then you're going to get sent cards. Guess what? You've used up two, two and a half months out of that three month window from November 1st up to February 1st. The reality is for some reason, beyond my control, beyond my control, right? There's a delay. There's a mishap. Social Security Administration makes a mistake. You are missing a particular form, so you have to go back to your employer and get this form and come back. This happens. This certainly happens, especially for those people who retire after 65, covered by your employer sponsored plan. You have to have a form filled out. You don't know this. You go to Social Security Administration. You arrive at the desk after a three week wait to get this appointment. And then the only message is here, here's the form, go back to your employer, fill it out and then come back. Well, guess what? Then you do that. And then you have another two week wait in order to get back into the office. Now five weeks of the 12 weeks are gone. And then from the, that point, then another two to three weeks in order to get your card. right? So now five weeks have gone, add two to three to that. And now seven to eight months, in other words, two months are gone. And then you can apply for Medicare Advantage Part D or a Medigap plan. So you see what I'm saying? In other words, this is just the beginner's corner here. There are bunches of nuances. I'm not going to get into all of the ugly stuff that can happen, right? In other words, you can easily connect the dots. I'm not here to, you know, create a podcast, to create a horror show or to create fear. However, I'm just saying that, you know, you have the government, there's 60 million people on Medicare, there are 10,000 people a day turning 65. That's very alarming, as you can hear. So as a result, the fact of the matter is that you need to be able to get ahead of this so that you are making the choices that you want under the situation you want and not under duress, right? reality is is that you know our firm works as a as a brokerage we don't care who the carrier actually is we just our only priority our only objective is that the client is comfortable with the risks and the price that they are taking okay and choosing that very much means that to the best of everyone's ability that they are taking into account all of the moving parts In order to consider all of the moving parts, we need time. You need time. Maybe it doesn't take one session. Maybe it takes two to three sessions. Maybe it takes two to three emails. Maybe it takes two to three phone calls. Maybe your situation is so complicated that I've got to go and do 10 hours of work. That can happen. None of that is helped by people waiting until they're 64.9 years old before even finding out about Medicare. I'll get down from my soapbox from here, but those are the facts and those are the reasoning that I use for people to think ahead, plan ahead. And for those married couples, like I said, that means either two years prior to your target date of retiring or two years prior to the youngest, to the oldest spouse turning 65. That's the time to start considering it. Because like I said, there are other topics. Taxes. There's IRMA. There are other, your employer play plan, etc. to consider. I'm Jay. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Rate. Give us a five-star review so other people can discover the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Thanks for listening.